0: On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Only I could go. Five after six here on High Tide. If you're heading out today at north to northeasterly, at about ten knots are the, are the expected winds. Off the shore off off the coast a little bit. They're expected to go a little bit higher. It says 15 to 20 on screen here, uh, courtesy of the BOM, but we're hearing about 30 knots, which will be great. For those that are just pulling out of Shell Harbour and making their way up the coast, <laughs> Alan Blake, good morning.
1: Good morning, Grant. Yeah, I'll be in close today. I'm not going out wide.
0: Yeah, the, the current's running really fast, 2.5 knots down the coast, but there is a little bit of a little bit of a gap closer to shore that gives you a, a little bit more protection.
1: That's where I'll be, It'll only be five or seven miles offshore all day. Uh, Otherwise, it slows down too
0: much. We we're already slow. <laughs> what what time? Are you going to Botany Bay or are you coming straight to Sydney Harbour? No,
1: straight to Sydney.
0: No,
2: we were going to go into Botany Bay last night,
1: but Shell Harbour or Shell Cove was such a nice place and we stayed for the next
3: night. Yeah, we got
2: the photos. Thanks. <laughs> well, hey, we downsized. We see this of the meal. Well, that sort of meal will be, a, well, I'm not included. No. I'm not going to even bother asking about the food on the plane. <laughs> I think he's upset <laughs> so you, You'll have to buy a five-seater
1: Do you need the bank account details for the plane, Kira?
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Actually,
1: the plane's grounded at the moment There's a an airworthiness directive out on the crankshafts
0: Oh, really?
1: Uh, yeah, they put some circlips on backwards or something on some counterweight so it's got to have an inspection before it can fly again
0: Fair call, fair call Got to follow but, the rules
1: well, they've lost a couple of engines already from it, so, uh, yeah, they're uh, behaving
4: themselves about that one. Yes. Mm. Yeah, well, no, let's let's get that fixed before we jump on your plane, even okay. though it's got a parachute, you know? Well, yeah, even though it's
1: got a parachute. Even though? Well, I'm just coming through the leach now. at uh, Shell Cove, and lots of boats heading out for a fish, and the door east is already puffing 8 to 10. Looks like it's good as
4: well All right Okay Very good We'll stick
1: Before they get too messy
0: Helen, yeah. stick around.
4: We've got a, another guest online at the moment, Steve. Yes, uh, so we've got uh, Mark Benaziak from the Shooters, Fishers, Farmers Party. He's uh, in the uh, the Legislative uh, Assembly there, or, or uh, House of Review. There he goes, uh, and um, Legislative Council, not the Assembly. Sorry. Uh, So, yeah, Mark's going to chat with us about uh, what uh, shenanigans the local Greens and the Animal Justice Party and uh, all those sort of mobs are are trying on down in the the south coast at the uh, uh, Montague Island uh, Marine Park there. They're they're trying it on again, trying to get even more, uh, and and obviously aided and abetted by the uh, commercial dive industry, which is... Absolutely, the bane of the existence for fishers, and and for some reason, because they don't really bring any money into uh, the coffers of the government, but they they seem to be able to get the successive governments to just bend over backwards for them. So I don't know what the commercial dive industry has got on each of these governments, but it must be good. Morning.
3: Mark. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are we? Good. 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 Yeah. Oh well. Look. He's pretty much covered everything I was going to talk about, so I'll see you later. Um, <laughs> look, um, no, look, yeah, he's right. There, are, there is a bit of shenanigans going on uh, down south. Um, those groups are organising another so-called paddle out to, um, I guess, uh, push their issue in terms of what they want in terms of Batemans Bay Marine Park and uh, Montague Island. Um, they are, they are. Well, they are pushing for a thirty percent increase in in uh, sanctuary zones. Um, that's what they that's the feedback they gave to the draft management rules uh, in March. Um, the minister's now been sitting on them for what, almost twelve months now, so we probably had to include old old doodle Saunders in these shenanigans mm. um, because I, I get a sense that he's sitting back and holding off on them um, and doesn't want to actually his hand before the election, which I think is wrong. You know, you've yeah, you should live live by your decisions and and die by your decisions in terms of um, you know whether people support them. Oh, election. yeah, it'd so, be just just
4: nice if he made a decision once in a while. It'd be well, good too.
3: well, that would be that would <laughs> be nice. <laughs> that would be nice too. <laughs> Let's be serious. It's you yeah, know, 12, twelve months. It doesn't take twelve months um, after seeing people's feedback on on a set of rules to To make a decision no. um, and what concerns me about the rules for for um for Bateman 's Bay in particular and more broadly is there 's actually no no rules governing pollution, and when the research shows that pollution is the greatest threat to our ma- marine life um why are there no rules managing it What to deal with it there's eighteen rules locking... Recreational commercial fishermen out of marine parks. Yeah. 18, 18 rules for yeah, that activity, which poses very little threat at all. And you, you've got zero rules for pollution. So uh,
4: 100%.
3: So somebody, someone somebody, somebody in MEMA and someone in the government departments are taking the piss. Hey, uh,
2: no, Mark, <laughs> does anybody ever bring up the amount of fuel that the planes drop? That the plans drop. Garen, I don't know if that's really going to be the, the issue. I think the, the issue is more the stormwater. Uh, well, no, we're if we're talking about all, all these things that they, the fishermen think, uh, the, the, these goody two shoes say, oh, no, the fishermen do this, the fishermen do that. Hey, what about these people that fly around all the time? Leave Blakey, Blakey alone.
4: Blakey's got enough problems as he damn well is. <laughs> <little> <laughs> poor <Yeah>. bugger. <laughs>
3: so why are we Blakey to play,
4: He's grounded. He's fine. Yeah. Now, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things. The stormwater runoff always makes me uh, scratch my head in particular. You, know, you you look at what's happened last night in, in Sydney with the, the Mardi Gras. You know, next time it rains, there's going to be that much bloody glitter. And, uh, you know, Lord knows what else. Floating out into the harbour after after that uh, sort of event, and uh,
3: yeah, or well, just even 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 just the um, the pumping of sewage out into our ocean, you know, mm. sewage, the sewage outfalls. there's some yeah. studies, there's some studies overseas that show that it's either even treating it and recycling it is not not a good outcome at yeah. It's it's doing some funny things to doing some funny things to our fish. Or dare we dare we bring up is.
4: the uh, the desal plant and the, and the discharge from the desal plant? Yeah, so no, that's yeah, right quite often. I, um, I think the desal has been good for certain things because they've
3: got a lot
1: more fish life that they did not expect
4: the desal. All right, really, there you go. Yeah. Well, hadn't heard that, but all right, yeah, no, good stuff. Yeah.
1: Mark, yeah. question for you. Um, I know you've got a crystal ball. Do you see a change? Of government?
3: I think it's going to be very tight either way. I can't... Okay. Look, neither of them are setting the world on fire.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree,
5: but I just... In my, in my, in my
3: opinion, and you, 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 travel, you travel around and there seems to be a real low intensity mm. um, or, or a lack of intensity um, with this campaign. It's quite bizarre. Um, yeah, I think there's probably less anger um, in, the, in the electorates over certain issues. Um, yeah. Remembering last time we are in a drought this time, we've got we've got floods and roads falling apart um so it's just it's just a different vibe but yeah i don't i, I see it being very close and okay. and, I, and i see i see the crossbenchers having a greater greater say in uh yeah. What, yeah. Go, what goes on which is not necessarily a bad thing just depends on which crossbenchers we're talking about hmm. yeah.
4: So, yeah. yeah now uh uh, our good friend Laurie McInnelli brought up the fact that we're subsidising the commercial dive industry, uh, you know, to the tune of, of twenty odd million dollars, uh, you know, and allowing them exclusive commercial access to marine real estate and so forth that everyone else is locked out of. Uh, is there any, uh, you know, appetite for the shooters, fishers, farmers to try and do something about that?
3: Uh, oh, look, most most certainly. Um, yeah, We've always, we've got a strong belief in terms of public land access that it should be for all. Um, and I guess you include our, our waters in that as well. Um, you, know, it you know, it shouldn't be set up for you know, a select group of people um, and everyone else excluded um, under the guise of protecting the environment. You know, they do the same thing with the national parks, they only let, it, they only let you know the bushwalkers in to get themselves lost.
5: Um, <coughs>
3: But everyone else, you know, like four-wheel drivers, you know, trail bike riders, you know, push, you know even sometimes push-bike riders are, are, are finding themselves behind, you know, it's in front of locked uh, gates. Yeah. Um, you know, so, yeah, look, most definitely that's, that's something SFF left look into um, and, and, try and try and tackle. But, you know, as you described at the beginning, Steve, it's, it seems to be a bit of a cultural thing that's developed where both parties are... Uh, Trying to trying to
5: outdo
4: do each other and and uh, you know as I say just absolutely hand over fist give away uh, marine real estate to to groups that don't want to have anything to do with it really they just, towards, just uh, don't and, want us and, in
3: and not and, con- and don't contribute yeah yeah the red uh, red racial fishermen contribute at least. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen million, you know, in, in recreational fishing fees alone, mm. every year. You know, yeah. and, and you know they're being, mis- you know, they're being mis- That's another, that's another conversation. But um, yeah, so you know the commercial fishing industry. You know, so you're you're going to be
4: at uh, Naruma in a uh, couple of weeks to counter protest. Oh yes, yeah,
3: yeah, look, I will be. March eleventh. Um, we're going to do a bit of a counter protest. Like. Uh, like we did last time, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll have the party boat, we'll have the party gazebo and um, we'll have me there, and we'll be talking to the, all the all the fishers again, mm-hmm. uh, and fishing clubs, and yeah, so it should be should be a good turnout. But I encourage everyone to get down there um, and and I just show show you support um, because obviously the, the Greenies will be getting their blow-ins. Yeah. Um, so we
4: need to uh, make sure that we counter that with our numbers as well. Perfect. Sounds great. All right. Well, we better grab a an uh But thank you very, very much for your time. And, and uh, as always, we appreciate
2: you, you coming in early on a Sunday. Yeah, and we need to remind people about that meeting. So we'll do that. You can still bring that up yep. next week. Yep, for sure. Th- thanks, Mark. Have a good day. No, no worries. You too, guys. See you, Mark.
0: I just hope all the greenies get out of their uh, fuel guzzling cars as they make their way down there, don't <laughs> yeah. you? I mean, you know, you just want some sort of balance in all of this. We'll yeah. take a quick break, 17 after
1: 6. Talking sport. Play immediately stopped as LeBron James celebrated for an on court presentation. What? Well, during the game? Yeah. So... Hang, hang on. <laughs> you can't just stop. You can celebrate. You, can celebrate you can celebrate after the game no, no, and do all no. of that after the game. You lose the moment.
6: I think we should present hard the hard Clive Churchill God. medal 70 minutes in. Stop the game. <laughs> Stop the game. Nah, you've been ridiculous <laughs> now. That's a very poor example. Have your say.
7: See, I'm not alone, Graeme. No, I... Baseball's not a
6: bad sport. Sit up at basketball. Oh, please. Talking sports. I don't think we need to Americanise
7: them.
1: Well, we've Americanised our games because we followed whatever the English did. New Zealand followed that sort of tone a lot longer than us, but their commentary and their sports coverage now is totally Americanised and they've got rid of the BBC stuff. So it's just the way sport's going to progress.
6: Talking sports Weekdays from 3 on 2SN.
0: If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option and with All Group Franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All Group Franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens, and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691413. That's 0429 413 When I used to think of a day out on the water, I'd think of fun in the sun with family and friends. The last thing I thought about was my life jacket. But a life jacket that hasn't been checked could be about as useful as a bicycle is to a fish. So now before I head out, I always make sure the cylinder is screwed in hand tight and the pull cord is out and ready for use. Learn how to check yours at lifejacketwearit.com.au. A message from the New South Wales Government.
6: Introducing the striking Kia
0: range. Crafted with sleek and distinctive cues, the new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance
7: and quality design. This is Kia. Kia
8: movement that inspires.
7: If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 980856 73 News Sports Talk 2SM 1269
6: More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network.
7: Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's
0: tackle today. is only a... 21 after 6. We've still got a lot more to come in this hour of the program, including progress reports from Alan Blake.
4: Shame you can't do anything to silence that motor a little bit more, yeah, eh? Yeah, isn't it? Um, I'd just like to point out, I came in uh, this morning, I, I ducked my head into the... Uh, yeah, the garage, and I was almost blinded by the shininess of Kieran's
2: automobile. Kieran, how did you get it, clean? There's a new car wash. It's called the Hills Car Wash at Killeville. Yeah, right. A young father's is... got it out there. I missed his name. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, great job. Great yes, job. Brought the special. old Merc up. You'd see I can't believe it. it's just baby skin yeah, boy, soft.
1: i the motor down a bit for you.
2: <laughs> Perfect. You're wonderful.
1: See? <laughs>
0: I turned off the autopilot. No, uh, yeah. that, that was the autopilot making that noise? Yeah, the
1: solar noise
0: of the autopilot, are getting a little bit tired, they're a bit noisy. Oh, <laughs> it's it's fine, it wasn't that bad, I was just having a dig.
1: That's alright, I don't I might not do
2: it next to you boys, it's no <laughs> problem. I'll do the hard yard. You oh. know who would have, well, who probably gets involved in those sort of meals that you've had?
1: Yes,
2: who's that? Our good guest, Melinda oh. Pavey. The girl no, from no, no. Oxley. The gravy, just,
1: the gravy train's just about over. Out of Parliament
2: in a couple of weeks. Oh, I'm sure she'll land
4: on her feet. There'll be sure plenty good of morning, people want, wanting to get uh, Melinda
2: working for her. You going to talk to us? <laughs> yeah. We're I, good.
8: I never found the station where that gravy train left. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ask Blakey. I'd say, based on the food that he's had the last couple of nights, you should have seen the seafood platter. It would sink his boat. He had to be on shore to eat it.
8: Oh, good on you. Good on you.
4: Yeah. Now, uh, so what, what's happening in the, the wacky world of Oxley at the moment? You, you... Oh, we had
8: a fantastic night last night um, with the Governor General, no less, uh, His Excellency David Hurley and his wife Linda. And I think it's about 10 years straight, um, well, apart from a couple of years of floods and COVID. He's attended the Matthew Locke um, Rugby League charity match. It's Bellington versus uh, the Army team, and it's in me- uh, memory of Matthew Locke, who uh, was involved in our um, special services, and very, very sadly, in 2007, he was under fire in Afghanistan. Um, and he put himself in front of danger to protect uh, a convoy of Australian troops coming through, and he did so so many times. Um, he was actually taken out himself, and he was one of six um, kids from Bellingen. He, uh, he's, he left school at 15, went and worked in a timber mill, and then found the army, and now he found his calling. He's, two of his brothers had also gone into the army, and uh, he was training in Perth because he, he went right up the ladder and he was involved with the SAS. Um, but this charity match is put on by his sister Debbie and she raises funds to go to schools in Afghanistan and, and Timor and around, um, that part of the world. And the, the David Hurley's been coming since he was just in the army. Now he's the, the, the governor general and he was the state governor. And it's just a, a brilliant night. But the, the bad news is, uh, Bellingen was winning for the first half of the game and then their little tired legs were overcome by the fitness <laughs> of the army team. Um, and they got through in the end pretty well But it was just, I don't know, the Lions Club were in the in the, in the the canteen Doing all the work And uh, and the and the PA system didn't work <laughs> You know, mm. all those sort of country things happen, And it was just, it was a fantastic night as always
4: Yeah, excellent No, that's really, really good
1: And yeah. Mel, did you have a problem up at Crescent Head yesterday Where people got to um, boil the water The water system went off or something?
8: Yeah, um, we've actually got some money set aside through the state government to fix the Crescent Head water supply, but it's been a it's been a really challenging area because it's um, quite a shallow sort of um, uh, uh, you know area where the where the water comes up from. So it's been quite problematic, and we've we've actually had quite a bit of rain coming in and out. So. Um, there's boiled water alerts on. Uh, but uh, as you know, last week we also had a meeting at Crescent Head where we've given the dog walkers a reprieve um, for three years so they can take their dogs out of their car and put them in a car park, which just happens to be on National Park land, so they can walk them down to the beach. So yeah. a bit of a win there, but it, it, it was it's a too hard a fight, and we've got a win for the horse riders as well. But, uh, yeah, Crescent Head is just an extraordinary place, as is every other little village in the Oxley electorate. I want
1: to be outside the Oxley really Lee Electric. Mm, oh, doesn't right exist.
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs> Actually, we had a beautiful day on... Um on Thursday up at Dorigo, we reopened Coronation Park. It was opened 70 years ago to commemorate the um, the reign of Queen Elizabeth II. And I, I, and we've given them some support to, to fix up the park and put shade cloths, and it's really lovely. And I said, I'm very sorry that I let you all down. We really should have had King Charles here to open that park. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was, it was they, we, they put on a beautiful morning tea and a big thank you to Dorigo Rotary Club to me. Um, for what I've been able to help the, the local community with, so that was um, that was a great day.
2: I could um, understand I scones and cream for the queen. What would you put on for King Charles?
8: <laughs> I don't know. Maybe um, kippers.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's will Hundred percent. Because
4: yeah. kippers, it's,
2: it you suit. know, it sort of works. But I want to say this, or a bit of Yorkshire pud. I just want to mention to the boys that you seem to find. Any excuse to be up at Dorriga?
8: <laughs> I'll be at Comboid next um, next uh, uh, next Sunday. Uh, We've got the Comboid show on. That's uh, we actually it's two Comboid shows um, in 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 twelve months because um, of COVID. They've uh, they've slipped one on six months after the last one. So this 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 one is the normal date. Um, and uh, it'll be a lovely day up there. And Dorigo and Comboin are like brother and sister. Like they're just the top of the mountain, jack and the beanstalk country, the most beautiful soil, great dairy cows. Comboin's great for the avocados um, as well as the dairy, and uh, we've got a lot of beef farmers
2: up I there better now, ask, Steve, are you going to that, Steve? And no, don't forget mate, to take next- a banjo. <laughs> hey,
4: look. From coming from Tenerfield, you know, I, I absolutely know what uh when when she said but like brother and sister, I, I bit my tongue, I was being good. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm I'm actually out next weekend to uh Boronor for the Central West Caravan Camping and Four Wheel Drive show. That's on next weekend and then I think there's uh the Mudgy show's on next weekend as well. I think there's a, a team going out and doing that and, uh, yeah, Oh and Laurie so and Max going to Menindee
2: so there's some uh, places for you to go to Oh yeah mate, there's, there's so Melinda? much fun.
4: everybody's yeah, everywhere, well, it's I think, good
8: I wouldn't mind catching up with Laurie and Julie in June or July up at uh, Fraser Island I've done We've done a nice holiday up there a few years ago and that was a lot of years ago a camping holiday, a bit of fishing on the side well the boys fish fishing but um, I'm, still, I'm I'm determined to go and get some mud crab and some flathead when I've got some time Mm-hmm. Only twenty-eight days to go, um, and uh, yeah, the, the flathead—that was really interesting. Biggest biggest year in five years, and they are a
5: great fish to cook. Yeah,
4: oh, for sure, for sure. Very versatile. Yeah, you, know, you can deep fry them, you can bake them, you can do a, a lot of stuff with flathead. Uh, yeah, again, it's uh, it's always frustrating for me to see people doing. Uh, yeah, just simple things with it when it's uh, got so much more potential than that
8: i agree with mark too, and oh, that's and that's unusual um <laughs> but uh i think yeah people they're they're not engaged they're just tuning in mm. and there isn't an anger not out in the bush anyway and um that's where i've been and i just think you know why risk um change you know when we've been able to get so much done and so much built but yeah it's gonna everyone's saying it's going to be tight but uh as long as you've got good members good communities um that respect you then you know our, yeah we've got the most amount of seats and we could could come home with the most amount
4: yep yep i think it's um <laughs> look i think minns's advisors would be telling him just shut up <laughs> shut up and stephen bradbury it in at the moment it's it's uh yeah, it's it's not going great on the, the Liberal side of uh, the ledger for, for you guys. Uh, I think uh, Nats are looking pretty good uh, in even in uh, seats like Mile Lakes and Oxley and so forth. I'm pretty Can confident you'll get your those back. I opinion
2: just here? will just interrupt for a second. Mm. Now, you, you follow the politics.
5: Well, do all right, do a little you bit. think a,
2: for <laughs> a while over the years, somewhat, somewhat. the Nationals have been downgraded a lot? But now all of a sudden they seem to be on a rise.
4: I think the the Nats, if they had any brains, they'd uh, stand up. They'd look at what the Greens do when they're in coalition with the the Labor Party and uh, say, you know what, you need us more than we need you, and uh, go from there and and, uh, really clamp down on on the libs. But. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think it's... Uh, What's it's your going opinion to be, there, Melinda? Oh, Melinda's got oh, to be look, good. We had,
8: a, we had a tough election last time. We lost uh, Lismore to uh, the Labor Party because we had a retirement. And those you know little rat bags from the shooters um, took out Barwon and Murray and uh, Orange. You know, Greyhounds mm. was behind all that. So, you know, to be fair, the Nats did have a bit of a slump. But... You know, we'd been strong every every time since that. Uh, you know, we'd gone to the, that state election with 21 seats. Uh yeah, I think the shooters are going through their tough time at the moment, mm-hmm. and I just encourage us to be a better party to, to, you know, to the fishing people, to the camping people, to the caravanning people, and the four wheel drivers. Um, uh, notice
4: notice and, uh, once again the the Nats, you know, deliberately left our shooters there, so that's it's uh, telling. But uh, that's okay. We 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 know which side our bread's buttered on when it comes to uh, being looked after as a law-abiding firearms owner. It ain't any of the majors, unfortunately. Well, but, uh, well I, I don't
2: like this. Everybody's. Uh, if I don't make it, oh, I've got Steve's votes that'll help me get there to be. I don't believe in all that. Uh, I just prefer- think it should all be voting, party no. stand alone and be what they are. Without yeah, there, the there's assistants. no
4: no party allocated preferences in New South Wales, Kieran. There hasn't been for years and years and years. So basically, if you, the the voter, if they're number one in the the box, that's where the vote stays. If they want to give a preference to a party, they number two, three, four. So it's all voter-allocated preferences. It shouldn't be any
2: preference at all. Okay. And
8: well, Neville Rand brought that in in the 1970s to mm. destroy the Liberal and the National Party, but it's actually hurt them most because with optional preferential at a state level... It's just made the Greens' power power more powerful.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a big problem. And, uh, yeah, I, I sort of... I wander around looking at uh, Greens voters, God bless them, and I just think uh, that they, they mean well, but they're just
2: no real idea. And for those that are listening, why are we talking politics? It's because we need to make sure that if you want to be a fisher person, that you get to vote for the... the uh, the right people that are going to keep you or give you the rights to go go fishing. Hmm. You know, we pay to go fishing. Divers don't pay a bloody thing. Yeah, dog, and that's the thing. You, you
4: can ignore politics all you want, but unfortunately politicians won't ignore you. They'll, yeah. they'll come after you, particularly from the left side. So, um, no, I think uh, it's going to be an interesting election. um sort of... Uh, I've got to be honest, very much looking forward to, to April, as I'm sure Melinda is too, and uh, yeah, after April, we'll, we'll be, both be uh, sitting back, relaxing and sort of going, alright,
2: time to go fishing. Will you be working one of those stalls, Melinda?
8: Of course they will, yep, but I'll probably, I've got to head down to Sydney, they've asked me to go on the Channel 7 panel on election night. So oh, nice. I'll be yeah. down there, I'll go down in the afternoon, um, but, yeah, it's uh, it's going
4: to be a relief for everybody when it's over. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's, uh, yeah, you thinking maybe some sort of TV work when you, you're no longer in Parliament?
2: She's busy on radio. Yeah, she's... <laughs> she's a, you know, the, You'll have she to can, talk to
4: her manager curing. She can diversify her media portfolio of work, you know. So. Where are you going to be on, on
8: election
4: day? Oh, I haven't been told yet. Probably Dubbo or uh, somewhere like that. Yeah, But uh yeah, looking forward to getting home as I say in, in April. Very much, little fella turned thirteen on the first of April, um, and that's sort of yeah, uh, you know, really what I'm looking forward to most at the moment. So um, yeah, the election day itself I think is just going to be a hodgepodge. And
2: you oh, while why you're talking about children, mm-hmm. how often are you going to fly back to Townsville?
8: Me, oh, as often as I can. But Jack won't be there. He's um, getting deployed to Papua New Guinea on the 3rd of March. So oh,
2: he'll, he'll be there
8: for a few months. You'll um, find um, that a
2: wait. little bit different. Where's he going? Moresby?
8: Yeah. But he's been there before. Um, actually, the Wargrave at Port Moresby is one of the most incredible places you can ever go. Uh, we Jack and I did the Kokoda Trail back in about I don't know, 2007 or so it was. And um, that was an experience that was... Very important, I think, for him to, to follow a military career, um, but it took us to a place where his grandfather and great-grandfather had served. So uh, yeah, he has been to PNG, and his great-grandfather used to live up there on the coffee plantation. So it's sort of been part of his narrative always. Um,
2: mm. But I, I lived up there for a while, quite yeah. a while. I went for a, a couple of days' walk into the uh, Kokoda Trail, myself and a couple of other guys, that, my mates of mine. And we thought after two days that was enough. We turned around and come out. And come.
8: Yeah, the scenery it gets a bit monotonous, I might add.
5: Yeah. Well, but let me tell you. The that
8: you had on last week was fantastic about all the fishing up there. And that's another thing now
2: on my bucket list.
8: Like, that that sounds like a really some really good holiday spots up there and, and, and boat charters.
2: Yeah, fish up some of the rivers for the big black bass or go uh, out off Madang and fish for the marlin. Well, or go down in the bottom and go around to the bay and go prawning, yeah. and lobstering. Magic. Yep, it's good. And don't forget to talk to the pirates. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hmm. What else have we got to talk about, Melinda, or we're we going to take a break. You want to say? I online? think you
8: better get a commercial break in.
2: Yep, yeah, we'll sure. do that, and we're going to talk to uh, a Peter Heath, and he's from the DPI Fisheries he's, all they tell me is he's a far west district officer Yeah. so I don't know how far west but we'll find well, out we can when get, we talk to Peter get that Heath.
4: report for um, Mr McAnally about the weirs and whether there is fish skills and so forth so that'll be good 23 to 7 with Angel Flight
0: hundreds of needy seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road Angel Flight pilots fly them there free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so
6: desperately need some.
5: Right now, Make-A-Wish is
8: supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more wish kids than ever before who need your support. Wish kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate today at makeawish.org.au. Hi, Shelley Kraft
0: here. Make it a great Aussie summer with Australian Made. Look for genuine Aussie products carrying the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. There's thousands to choose from. Whether you're planning a backyard barbie, a day at the beach with the family and friends or just chilling at home, remember to look for the famous green and gold Australian Made logo and support our Aussie makers, farmers and retailers this summer. Visit australianmade.com.au forward slash summer to find genuine Aussie products.
1: Whether you dream of
0: winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the Bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a
5: Club.
7: Now you can make that tree change that you've always wanted when you move to the country and build your own pal kit home. You can do it yourself with pal and you'll save money. pal has a great range of quality designs and floor plans from which to choose. Make this the year to follow your dream and build your own country home the pal kit homes way go to pal that's p w a l pal dot com dot a u or phone one eight hundred zero two four Nine, one, two.
6: Do you suffer from mild arthritis or other aches and pains? Why not do as others have done and try Arbol Vitae Joint Health? Others, just like Gary.
3: Yeah, after two weeks, I was sceptical that it might come back, and, and and it hasn't. So, yeah, I do a lot of off and on, up and down. I'm pain-free, so hopefully it stays that way forever. Always
6: read the label and follow the directions for use. Go to Arborvitae. That's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E.com.au or phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. 2SM. Sydney's talking. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only
9: I could go.
0: 20 oh. minutes away from 7 here on High Tide. And we're going to head out west now, Kieran. Yes. Um,
2: out there in front of Peter Heath, who is uh, a district officer. Far, far west, I do believe, but I don't know exactly where. Let's find out. Peter, good morning.
9: Good morning, guys. How are we?
2: What area... We're
0: good. What area are you looking after?
9: Yeah, so I'm based out of Danton, which is near Mildura, in the far west southern corner of New South Wales.
5: Oh, Um, down near the archery.
9: Yeah, I look after the Murray River and a bit of the Darling. So it's a beautiful part of the world out here.
0: And how's it all going down there?
9: So we're on the back of um, you know floodwater receding. So it's been a really kind of busy year for us. There's uh, been a lot happening. Been on the water a fair bit. And to be honest, it's um yeah, it's it's incredible out here at the moment. On the back of all the life that comes with water and the floods and things like that. It's um yeah, it's really a sight to see.
2: Hmm. Very good. You got now, any questions there, Mel? I do
8: actually. Um... We had a program where we were taking um, some of the, the lobsters out um, during the flooding program, uh, during the floods. Um, can you give us a wrap-up um, of that around the deerton and, and the Lower Darling?
9: Hey, Mel. So you're talking about Murray crayfish. I, sorry, I, I am talking about Murray
8: crayfish. <laughs> I am, sorry. Yeah,
9: that's, that's cool. We used to call them lobsters as kids. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Murray crayfish, they're a really unique little species we have out here. They're actually uh, the second largest freshwater crayfish in the world. Uh, so the guys right across, we we had you know some low DO events that comes with that um, comes with floodwater, you know, encroaching floodland floodlands and low lying river river country, and and some of the guys got out here from our research guys, some Ozfish guys come out and, and pulled a few out and uh, made sure that they're going to persist for years to come for all our listeners, and um, yeah, they're they're starting to reintroduce them back in and. It's nice to see that they were popping up in areas we, you know, we thought they were gone. So that's good to hear. Um, but, yeah, we've been reintroducing them back in and uh, they should persist now. And we
8: heard Murray, we heard uh, Laurie McAnally earlier today um, talking about all the beautiful yellow belly out there. Um, are we seeing more yellow belly than carp or what's your analysis at the moment?
9: It's. Uh, I mean, it's early days. We've, you know, out here we're really fortunate. We have a, such a strong uh, population of golden perch. Um, the locals out here we we formally call them perch. It's a it's a strange name, yellow belly out here. Um, so we have the Menindee system, and on the back of you know the waters you know coming and the flood waters coming, golden perch have a really strong recruitment and they they bounce really well, and we're seeing that with you know. On the back of the, the drought that we had, we've seen a really strong bounce back in Golden Perch, and that you can't see them like carp. They don't sit in that top, top of the water, that profile, um, but we're seeing really good numbers, and, you know, I expect the Golden Perch fishing, the elbow fishing to to really, you know, kick off from here on in.
2: Do you find um, that they're a um, cannibalistic fish?
9: Yeah, they're, they're an, probably more of an opportunistic feeder, I think you'd say, they... They're um, really, really incredible fish. They've been known to swim, you know, over 2,000 kilometres to undertake their life cycle, to breed and recruit. Um, and, they're, you know, we call them a flow specialist. So they get, you know, these floodwaters and these big flood events and they really just take off upstream and, and do their thing. So they're incredible fish and probably more of a specialist kind of crustacean feeder. So they're like small yabbies and shrimps and... Uh, and the, the lights and those small lures for all your anglers, and, and they're yeah, they're a really good uh, angling opportunity out here.
5: Tell go. us
8: about um, how you know when you say they go upstream. That was something that I learnt um, when I was in the Lower Darling, uh, yeah. and isn't it extraordinary to think you know four years ago what we were facing um, in terms of drought and you know everything empty, and now it's just full to surging. But um, those fingerlings, they, can, they, go, you know, they go against the, the, the current, don't they? They can go for thousands of kilometres up um, with
9: yeah. they Well, like I said, we've got records of you know, north of 2,000 kilometres that these guys are swimming, um, mainly um, adult fish, I guess you'd say, you know, kind of 30 centimetres and over. Uh, you know, undertaking that life cycle, of, you know, uh, swimming upstream to recruit downstream, I guess you'd say. So it kind of repopulates everything, and and it is amazing on the back of all the drought um, for those fish to just bounce like they did. It, it's just something you, you know you really need to witness to understand. That just you know the, the mass recruitment and some of these lakes and these ephemeral lakes and dams out here that we have. It's um, yeah, it's just something. in you know, Australia with boom, bust, you know, uh, and yeah, the numbers of golden birds, are, it's incredible to see fish. You know, particularly up around Menindia and that, uh, you know, being 30 centimetres after kind of 18 months, it's just incredible. There must be so much food in the system.
8: And tell us about did, um what were some of the, the floods like? Did, it, did they reach record levels around your batch?
9: So... It was, from my best you know best recollection, it was north of the seventy-four floods. I don't think it hit fifty-six. It was, it was incredible. There was water in places I didn't think water'd get to. Um, you saw a lot of those ephemeral creeks kind of restored. Lots of. And it, it's been amazing, you know, the, the word on everyone's mouth out here has been yabbies. You know, they, they live oh. in the soil and they show up once we get a big, big flood event. And in the most you know, bizarre and odd places, we had people, you know, at Dairton and Baronga uh, catching yabbies on their front lawn as the water receded. So it was, <laughs> it's, it's just incredible, yeah. What's your best way to eat a yabby? Personally, for me, I like them pickled. Um, I'm not a huge seafood eater, but um, most people will just boil them up and let them cool and um, throw a few lemons maybe in there and make up like a thousand island sauce and just, yeah, get stuck right in. Uh, People love them out here. They're a real, um, what would you say, it's a real quintessential kind of far west activity. And
8: preferably in butter and white bread and maybe a bit of malt vinegar is how
9: my grandma used. do it. Mm. Oh yeah, there you go that, that, sounds, that sounds incredible most people don't even get that elaborate out here, it's just get them in here
5: And what
8: about the tourists have they been able to enjoy the summer or was, was the, the flooding causing a bit of havoc there in terms of your normal visitor
9: numbers? Most definitely caused um, a lot of havoc, so the issue's been actually accessing the river of all things so it's been a really unique kind of three-year period for us, four-year period with COVID and floodwaters and, you know, rain. So I'm expecting, you know, this year we've got the Victorian March Labor Day weekend coming up. Um, Things are slowly starting to return to some form of normality. So, you know, whilst it's dropped away a little bit over the summer and... You know, probably impacted more like the skiers and other resource users. But for for us fishermen, uh, I'd expect a really busy six months over the next, yeah, six month period.
4: Right. And compliance, Uh, have there been any compliance issues or,
7: you know?
9: Um, Most people have been pretty good. Um, And as I said, we've seen, you know, a slight decrease in users just given the flooding and the access, Uh, you know, early on, we did have some issues just to base around some fish trapping. And yeah, I saw, saw those, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had a couple of good apprehensions, you know, in August, September last year, and but most people have been great. Um, you know, it's, it's always the 95%, 5% rule. Mm. Uh, but, you know, we just uh, keep patrolling and keep working hard for, for all our all you know, well, fishermen, and make sure there's plenty of
2: fish and plenty of access for years to come. Okay, Pete, that's been excellent. But uh, just a quick question for you—totally nothing to do with with fishing. Yeah. Uh, uh, as a, as the name Heath rings the big bell in me, in my ears and head, uh, one of my very good friends, Gordon Heath. Where is, it, would well, he is be...
9: Gordon based? I think I think we discussed this a little bit. First time
2: I was on. I would have um, done. I would have asked you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So you wouldn't remember
9: though. I'm a southern no, boy. I grew up in the country, of New South Wales. Yeah. Um, and there's he. We're, we're scattered a little bit through Victoria and through southern New South Wales, but um, I'd have to ask my father or grandfather if they, can, if they know
5: Gordon. Yeah. Well, you'll back get on f-
9: again.
0: Told you to get a few questions, Pete. <laughs>
9: yeah, we, we had a bit of uh, diversity this morning, so that's been good. Thanks for joining us. No, uh, you're welcome, guys. Have a good day, Cheers, and I uh, hope you get stuck in a few days. No
4: worries. Keep up the good work. Ten to seven here
2: on High Tide. Afternoons with Pete Davis. Okay, okay, now, Davis.
9: with the interest rates were too low for too long, yes. we could have bumped up interest rates when we were in a healthier position. Mm. Before now, our banks have made more profit when we were on a low interest than that will be when it's high. Yeah,
6: James, now I understand exactly why they're doing what they're doing, which is to try and combat inflation, to stop Australians from spending, to try and bring that down. I think it's almost unfair.
2: There's been too many rate hikes in too short a period of time. Pete Davis.
5: Brain tumour, migraine, dementia.
7: Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to Research Today visit brainfoundation.org.au.
6: Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888. 9670-8888.
8: Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Floorings Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Floorings Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free
4: measuring quote.
6: Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood dinnerware, and much more. Peters also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. For more about Arbor Vita Joint Health and how it can help you manage mild arthritis and other aches and pains, you only have to listen to the comments of people who are already using it. People like Gary.
3: Three years ago I started taking it uh, for mild osteoarthritis. I uh, had some pain in my, in my knee. I'd heard about a product on the local radio station. I took it for two weeks and my pain simply went away.
6: Always read the label and follow the directions for use. To order online or to find the location of your nearest Arbor Vitae stockist, go to Arbor Vitae. That's A R B O R V I T A E.com.au. Or you can phone Arbor Vitae on 1300 879 863. 2SM has Sydney talking. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano.
0: Tomorrow's tackle today. And not a great deal. More about three and a half
4: minutes worth, guys. And you girls. Know, just enough time to ask, what's happening at Blake's Marine, where it's a boat show every day? No,
1: it's busy. It's busy. there are, uh, lots of things happening. Boats going out the door. Boats arriving. Accessories um, are going well. It's, it is a boat show every day. So if you're looking at a boat, and you want to enjoy the rest of summertime, or something coming up to it, Easter? Four five double seven double six double nine at blakesmarine
4: and, and what's the boat show special for today?
2: Ah, oh, well, we're close. Good today, question. So. Okay, so <laughs> special is <laughs> nothing. Show, special but, uh, every day
4: since today. <laughs> yeah, but tomorrow, tomorrow is there a special?
1: Yeah, look, um, if you're looking at buying a. a Road of some sort, of, a runabout, think about four meters, or a rusher. So the boys say Alan was in a good mood heading north yesterday, and he said he's going to
4: throw two hundred and fifty dollars worth of free accessories at me. There you go, people. So <laughs> mad not to get onto that two hundred and fifty bucks in your your pocket if you go in. Okay. Well worth it. Go Mel- and get yourself something.
2: Melinda, what's going to happen with you this week? She's going to go oh, to Blake's Spring. She's going to <laughs> go to get a boat for when she retires.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: pr- Comboyne
8: Show. Um, we've got David Little Proud coming through. Um, the electorate with our candidate up here michael kemp um but yeah just uh back to the back to the normal sort of activities that uh, we do through the week actually mr rugby league man you'll be happy about this we opened a high performance sporting center at southwest Rocks um on wednesday so a 600 strong stadium um and country rugby league have right been behind it at southwest rocks right there at the uh at the golf course, um, and we'll be able to have big matches from around the state and the region um, at at a new stadium at South West Rocks.
2: Okay, well, I can't get a hold of um, lobsters or anything like that, but I'm going to go and have breakfast at my mate's place, Pete, at the Mini Espresso Bar at Kellyville. And I'll talk fishing with Davey Dave Munsey. Well, we'll we'll inundate Blakey with photos of your breakfast too,
0: what, showing <laughs> yeah, what a tasty cheese sandwich, of sandwich of looks cheese, like. And it wouldn't wouldn't remember and tomato
2: sandwich and a long black coffee. <laughs> uh, you dear. didn't
0: think when you came, when I came on board, Blakey, you'd be my punching bag, did you? That's right. No problem. <laughs> well, well, I'm happy that Steve managed to grab 250 bucks of accessories out of you. I think there that's a go. good deal. We're going to have Stevie in more often.
4: I think. Oh, it's always always a, a bargain to be had at Blake's. That's for
2: sure. Yeah. I'm just waiting to see what sort of business Melinda gets into. What sort of deals we'll get from that? <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, see, she No comment. She goes, no comment. Out. She's gone like <laughs> a church mouse. Yes.
8: <laughs> I'm still being paid by the taxpayer. Yeah, <laughs> <But laughs>
2: working hard.
8: Well, I got to oh, no. get
2: a job like you all got. That's yeah.
4: No, she's she's going to start a fishing show on Two UE straight after in yeah. April.
2: Thank <laughs> <laughs> give her
0: ideas, gang. We have to wrap it up. Melinda, Alan, thank you very much for your time this uh, this today. Have a great week, both of you. Thanks, right.
1: mate. Look forward to being in the studio next weekend.
0: I look forward to that too. See you, Melinda. Bye. And Steve, thank you very much for this weekend. It's been absolutely awesome having you along. My pleasure. Loved it.
2: And don't forget, if you're out and about today, please keep your eye on the sky. But as sure as yappies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end.